Hello students, today we are going to talk about deep water. Now this is an essay that has been written by William Douglas and in this essay he talks about his fear of water and how he overcame it. He says many of us have certain fears that we need to overcome if we want to lead a full life and he talks about his own fear. He wants other students to learn from his fear and how he overcame it. He says when he was just a little boy, just about three or four years old, his father had taken him to the California beach. Even though he was crying, he did not want to go into the water, still his father just laughed it off and he carried him into the waves. Now when these waves swept over him, he says he felt choked and suffocated. At that time, the fear of water set into his heart. Later, he says they were in a place from where the Yakima River was very, very close. And his mother did her bit in reinforcing this fear. She did not want him to go near the river. So she would tell him how it was unsafe, the drowning incidents that were happening there and so on. But as William Douglas wanted to get rid of the fear, so he decided to go to the YMCA pool there. Now, what were the reasons for choosing the YMCA pool? He says, number one, it was two or three feet deep at the shallow end and nine feet deep at the other end. But the drop was gradual. Thirdly, there were instructors to teach him how to swim. So that is why he chose the YMCA pool. Then he says, he walked into the pool one day. He decided to put on his water wings or the arm tubes as we call them and he walked into this pool. He says on his skinny legs. Boys at that age, 11 or 12 years old, they are growing up and they are very very conscious about how their body looks. So he decided to move into the pool. So if you are asked, how did the aversion to water take place? You will talk about the California beach. But if you are asked what was the misadventure that happened, we are going to discuss that. And this happened in the YMCA pool. For 2-3 days this boy would go to the pool. He would see the other children swimming there. They would be paddling in the water and he decided to imitate them. Just as he was getting rid of the fear. One of the bigger boys, he decided to throw him into the pool. He says one day he was just sitting next to the pool. There were no other children there. And he saw this big bruiser of a boy. Bruiser means he was a strong boy. He was about 18 years old. William Douglas would look at his body and he would hope that one day he would also have such a strong body with all the rippling muscles. But this boy, when he realized that William was sitting all alone, he just picked him up and he threw him into the deep end of the pool. William was not even wearing his water wings at that time. He was waiting for the other children to come. And since he did not know swimming and he was scared of water, there was panic in his heart. He says he was frightened but not so frightened that he would be out of his wits. So while he was going down into the water, 
he started planning. He thought that when he touched the bottom, he would push himself upwards with all his might and then he would bob up like a cock. But he says it was a long way down. He says nine feet were more like 90. His lungs were ready to burst. He was panicking. But when his feet hit the bottom, he summoned all his strength and pushed himself upwards. When he came up, it was a long way up as it was a long way down. He could see the dirty yellow tinge of the water. Now that was probably because of the sun shining on the water. He thought that by then somebody would throw a rope or somebody would be waiting for him. His hands tried to clutch at the water but there was nothing there. Then he says that only his eyes and nose came out. His mouth was still under water. And before he had a chance to breathe in deeply, he started going down again for the second time. He says, I tried to bring up my legs, but they just wouldn't move. The second time, he says that his lungs were aching. His head was throbbing. He was dizzy. But he still remembered the strategy that the moment he would touch the bottom, he would again summon all his strength and push himself up. And as he came up, he would lie flat on the water and he would try and float. But he says he tried to open his eyes. He could see only water. And then he says sheer stark terror seized me. He says he went stiff, he went rigid, he was scared. He tried to scream but he could not scream in the water. But then again he told himself, push yourself, push yourself up. This time the jump made still no difference. He says that when he came up, only his eyes came out, not the nose. And he started going down the third time. So remember, both these times he was unable to breathe in deeply. When he started going down for the third time, and this is what is normally asked what happened when Douglas started going down for the third time. He says he gave up. He has all his efforts stopped. His panic, everything, it vanished. He says there was a blackness that swept his brain. There was no fear. There was no more panic. It was quiet. It was peaceful. And then he realized that he had gone into oblivion. Oblivion means he had become unconscious. The next thing he says he remembers is that he was lying beside the pool and he was vomiting. The chap who had thrown him inside, he was saying, but I did not mean to, to harm him. I was only fooling. But then somebody was yelling at him and he was saying, the kid nearly died. Several hours later, he says he walked back and while he was walking back, you know, the impact of this kind of a thing hits much later when you start thinking about it you realize what could have happened he could have died that day and that fear was making his legs wobbly he says he did not want to talk to anybody he could not eat anything at night and that fear was there in his heart he never went back to the pool he was so scared he was fearing water from now on he says, I avoided it 
whenever I could. But then over the years, he says, he saw his friends. They used to go for fishing. They used to go for canoeing. They would go swimming. They would go boating. But he was unable to do all those things because of his fear of water. Whenever he was near water, whatever happened in the pool would come back to him. The question that is often there is, what were the things that he couldn't do because of his fear of water? So he couldn't go on the fishing trips, the canoeing trips, he couldn't go swimming or boating. He tried everything to overcome this fear. But finally, he says, he got hold of an instructor. The instructor would teach him how to swim for an hour each day, five days a week. Just to remove his fear, the instructor decided to tie a leather belt around his waist. This belt was tied to a rope that went over a pulley and that rope was held by the instructor. If Douglas was scared, the instructor would just pull the rope and Douglas would be hanging midair out of the water. Initially, he removed the fear of water. Then he taught him how to use his hands and legs inside the water. Then he told him how to breathe underwater. It took him many months, but then he built a swimmer out of him. One fine day he told him, okay, now you go and swim across the length of the pool. He says thus, piece by piece, he built a swimmer out of him. He says, the instructor was finished, but I was not. Douglas was a little concerned that if the instructor was not there and he was swimming, perhaps the terror would come back. To get over that terror, he went to all those places where he could be scared of water. He went to Lake Wentworth in Hampshire. He went to the Triggs Island. He swam two miles across the lake to Stampact Island. Now you need to remember at least two or three of these names. He tried all the strokes that he knew, the side stroke, the breast stroke, the crawl, all of them. He says only once the terror came back. But then he says he was so determined that he told that terror, okay, you've come to scare me? What do you think you can do to me? So basically what he means by this is that he overcame his fear through his sheer willpower and determination. He went to all those places where he had been with his friends and he had been unable to swim. But then he had conquered his fear of water. Roosevelt had once said, all we have to fear is fear itself. Now this question is extremely important. It comes very often. What does it actually mean? Why are we scared? We are scared when the expectation is generally more than reality. You look at your own self. When you prepare for the board exams, initially when you are giving the exams, you are scared of those exams. But you will realize that when you sit down for the actual paper, you have worked your way through. You have done everything that you could. You have given a hundred percent. Now you leave it up to destiny. You tell yourself, 
I have done all that I could. And then you go and give your paper. So that is why he says that the fear is fear itself. It is the difference between expectation and reality. How do you overcome this fear? It is through sheer determination, willpower, that you overcome this fear. He says he knew the sensation of dying and he also knew what fear can produce. But he wanted to live and that is what gave him the strength to move on, to learn how to swim.